The Heart of Grief is a program by certified grief recovery specialists Lori Penner and Brian McGee. Brian and Lori are not professional counselors. They do not offer therapy. If you are experiencing a crisis, please reach out to your local emergency or healthcare providers. What Lori and Brian offer in this podcast is an authentic, personal familiarity with the pain of loss and a straightforward approach to recovery that has proven transformative in the lives of thousands of grievers. As proud sponsors of the Grief Recovery Method programs, Martin Brothers Funeral Chapels in Lethbridge, Alberta are pleased to partner with Brian and Lori to bring you this podcast. We hope our listeners will discover genuine, practical help and encouragement. Welcome, everyone. This is Brian, and I'm here with you on my own today. Some extra busy times for Lori have led to this episode becoming a solo effort on my part. I also want to apologize to our regular listeners for missing our October 1st program publication. Things have been extra busy for both Lori and I for the past while. This is Episode 8 of The Heart of Grief. We've completed our mini-series on the top six most unhelpful ideas about loss. Now we want to move into more discussion of how we can do better. We all know that loss happens in life and loss hurts. Recognizing things we've been doing that don't help is important. It gives us motive and permission to set those ideas aside and become open to new, more helpful ones. Many of the people that we've helped in our grief recovery programs have spent years, even decades sometimes, trying to find emotional resolution through methods that have no significant benefit to offer. We don't just want to expose those for their unhelpfulness. We want to guide the way to genuine recovery. So where do we start? Well, loss starts early in life for all of us, in some way or another. My first really difficult loss event was a family move when I was five or six years old. It meant a new city, a new school, new friends, etc. It proved to be a devastating change for me, and there were some longer-term implications as well. Things that happen in early life can create very difficult loss events, but for the most part we don't get to examine or respond to them in a helpful way at the time they happen. As children, we usually don't even recognize them as grief. We just sort of pack the memories and the hurt away inside somewhere. And so it's not uncommon for people to be well into midlife before facing a tough loss that we actually have to address in some direct way. Often it's not until someone is faced with the responsibilities of planning a funeral or managing a state business following a death that they're actually confronted with a deep difficult implications of loss. Now that can certainly be true about dealing with the business side of things, but of course we're dealing with the internal, the heart, the emotional side of loss, which is really where it all happens. Too frequently people find themselves without any helpful experience to draw on. They don't know what to do or even how to start. That's sad, and we believe we can do better. We feel that the place to begin is to assure people about what is normal. First of all, grief is the normal, natural human response to loss. And while it's recognized as having physical, spiritual, and psychological elements to it, it's experienced for the most part 
emotionally. It hurts. We think our grief recovery method definition of grief is very helpful. Grief is the conflicting feelings caused by the end of or change in a familiar pattern of behavior. We discussed this definition with some detail in the context of the COVID-19 pandemic in our first episode, The Grief of Change. We want people to know that grief is a very normal response to many types of endings and changes in life. Years ago, I met a lady and her daughter at a school event. She shared how their family had come to live in Lethbridge. It was a career move for her husband, which everyone in the family agreed was the right thing. She also described to me the dream home and the beautiful city that they'd left behind. And by the way, that beautiful city happens to be uh, my hometown of Kelowna, British Columbia. It was clear she was torn between the good career move and her love of the place they left. Her heart was back there, and her heart was hurting. I suggested to her that what she was going through was a very natural grief event. The idea seemed to take her by surprise. She clearly had a difficult time making the connection. When people don't recognize the difficult feelings they're going through as being grief, they're left without even an accurate awareness of the problem. So they simply go forward with no means for resolution, or even the hope of one. We're saying that a correct understanding of what grief is gives us the awareness to identify it when it happens to us, in whatever form it comes. Then we can take the appropriate steps of self-care. Better understanding can lead to better response. It's also very helpful to know that you're not alone. Grieving people often feel like they're walking the painful journey all by themselves. The rest of the world seems almost to be in a different dimension than them. They've fallen out of it. Often even the people closest to us, and presumably the most understanding, seem to be on a different wavelength. Finding a listening and understanding ear is so needed, but often so elusive. That's one of the things our programs offer. Fellow grievers, not with the exact loss experience, but with an understanding of the nature of the struggle. There's a listening ear, an opportunity to be heard and understood. I found that as soon as I began reading the Grief Recovery Handbook, even before working through the program with other people. The impression for me was, wow, these guys get it. They get me. It was profound to be understood even by a book. Another aspect of understanding normal is the assurance that you're not strange, weird, or unusual. Grievers often find the shifting feelings and thoughts experienced following a loss to be new to them, reactions so outside their range of normal experience that they begin to wonder if they're okay. They wonder if there's something off or wrong with them. We want people to know that in the vast majority of cases, what they're going through may feel very strange to them but it's all within the realm of normal. And so here are some of the things that are very normal to grief and are important to be aware of for a healthy, informed response. Of course, there are feelings of sadness and sorrow that naturally accompany a significant loss. But then there are also a whole range of other feelings, often mixed and confusing and and conflicting feelings, 
We can feel so sad and lonely on the one hand that our loved one has died. And then the next moment, feeling somehow grateful that they're not suffering any longer. And so we have this juxtaposition of opposites in our feelings, and that's a very normal part of loss. Then there's the whole foggy-headedness, physical experience of not really feeling that we're in connection with the world around us, distracted, unable to concentrate, just like walking through a thick cloud. And then there are other physical responses, for example, disturbance in sleeping patterns, can't sleep at all, or can't stop sleeping, can't get an appetite back, or can't stop eating. And then various fluctuations in energy levels, don't have any energy at all, the get up and go has got up and went. Or we have so much energy that we just can't be busy enough to take care of it. And then there are fluctuations in mood and our sense of resolution. One day we feel like we've got it all all under control and we're managing our loss well. And the next day we're right back down into the depths of sorrow and, and grief. And so all these things are part of what's normal. And then there's also, for some people, a sense in some way of the presence of the deceased with them in various ways. And we're not saying that this should happen or it ought to be expected to happen. We're only mentioning it because it's not outside the realm of normal experience. What we want to do in this episode is to give an outline of what is very normal response to loss. We don't want folks to be focused on or worried about each individual feeling or response. We don't want you getting caught or stuck in the strangeness or pain of any particular element of it. We want you to recognize simply that it's grief. It's the natural response to loss of any kind. And then to move past the unhelpful ideas most of us have learned into a transforming process of understanding and recovery. Another very normal experience for grievers, and this is related to the feeling of being alone and misunderstood, is that often the things said by other people in efforts to be helpful leave us feeling hurt instead. Often these things come delivered with the words, at least. At least they didn't suffer. At least you have your family nearby. At least you're young and you're able to start again. These ideas and many others like them come from, an under, uh, from a misunderstanding rather, of the pain the griever is experiencing and a discomfort that others feel around our honest emotions. This just adds to our tendency to feel different and to withdraw. When we add all of this together, there's the feeling that because others don't understand and don't seem able to connect with us, we think it best to act recovered when we're not. I remember when I was going through my most difficult grief experience, friends would ask me how I was doing. I didn't know how to explain my hurt. I didn't think they would be able to understand. And frankly, I really didn't understand it myself. I figured I needed to be strong, and I was expected to portray strength. So I pretended and answered that I was doing pretty well, thank you. It wasn't true, but it was a very normal response. Now, I should clarify here. It was true in one way. I was managing my outer world pretty well, 
my work world, my physical health world, my various commitments in life world, I was doing that pretty well. But I wasn't managing my inner world nearly as well. And that's where the hurt of loss really settles in. We have people come to our programs who have arrived at the sad conclusion that there's no hope for them to ever feel better again. Often they attend our information sessions because the lingering pain simply drives them to just give it a try. Sometimes there's been a friend or neighbor or family member who's been through the program themselves and told them they're not without hope. There's a way that works. At that information session, we tell them they're normal, they're not alone, and they're not without hope. And that's the message and our something to think about for this episode of The Heart of Grief, the starting point for the journey of healing from loss. You're normal. You're not alone. You're not without hope. We expect our next episode will be coming out on October 21st. Lori and I are going to share our personal stories of how we came to discover the Grief Recovery Program and the difference it's made in our lives. We're also going to hear a message from John James and Russell Friedman about the beginnings of the Grief Recovery Institute and the purpose of the Grief Recovery Method. We'll also be providing some very particular ways our listeners can connect with this program in its various formats wherever you live. And to be sure you don't miss that when it comes out, we encourage a particular action step for this episode. Subscribe. Yeah, click subscribe or follow on whatever platform you normally listen with. And thanks so much for taking the time to listen today. I truly hope you found something beneficial and encouraging. Please take care and we'll talk again soon. As mentioned, we love to receive comments and questions from our listeners. We invite emails to feedback at theheartofgrief.com. If you'd like to send us paper mail, it can go to The Heart of Grief, care of 610 4th Street South, Lethbridge, Alberta, Canada, T1J4P3. And of course, you can subscribe through your podcast service provider.